As we enter into this new year, we should all be aware of our relationship with God. Are we all in or do we lack in some areas? We do not have to be perfect to be all in, but we do need to search our lives to see where we can become closer to God and put more of ourselves in His hands. It is up to you. How close do you want to be with God? Well, hello everyone. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers! Wow. Wow. Huge uh, applause. Okay, thank okay. you very much, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, we right. love it. We love beginning the show like that. We do. We have lots of we, fun. We tag team it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have a very important question for you today. Right. Are you all in with God? Yep. Uh, it's a question that, it was interesting enough, came to me while I was driving home from work one day. Mm-hmm. And it was an analogy of being like, like a poker reference. Mm-hmm. Are you all in or, ha- or are you going to fold? Or are you going to keep things secret? <laughs> you can't keep things secret from God, of course. But uh, even having a poker face doesn't work with God. <laughs> That's right. So today we're going to talk about some people that were all in, which is interesting. And then on another show... We'll talk about some people that folded. That's right. Which uh, basically means, you know, they did not. They didn't give everything to God. They just kind of held back. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm glad. Shake your head. If the... Yes. Okay. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. So there are many people in the Bible who were all in, who folded, or did both. Yeah. That's right. So today we're going to look at the people who were all in. So those and people that did both, though, I think they had their cake and ate it, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But then it would be all gone. Yeah. So. I like cake. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there are many people we know who fulfilled these areas, such as Abraham and Moses and David, the disciples and Paul, all those people that we hear about all the time. Right. But today we're going to talk about some of the lesser known people that you don't always hear about. Absolutely. And what we want to kind of do is get uh, you into looking more at the Bible and more about um, what uh, these other people were about. You know, you hear about all these other people that we just talked about. I mean, I think everybody knows the story of Moses and probably everybody knows the story of David, how he got started off with Goliath and then became, Mm -hmm. no, he was already anointed king by that point, wasn't he? No. No, he hadn't? Okay. Wow. I don't <laughs> know the story. You need to read your Bible. Yeah. So anyway, so. but today we're going to uh, begin our, with Ruth right now. That's right. Alrighty. Does that sound good? Okay to everybody out there? That sounds Shake your head. Great. Yes, they're okay, shaking good. their head. They're shaking head. their head. Okay. okay. Good deal. Thank you guys. Actually, that's nodding your head. If you're shaking your head, you're saying no. Oh. Well, that's nod your right. head. So nod your head. <laughs> All right, so we'll start off in the book of Ruth. Her story can be found there in the book of Ruth. It's all right. about her and, um, and some other people. So there are some other people in there. But Ruth's husband had died, but she clung to her mother-in-law, Naomi, and exclaimed in chapter 1, verse 16. And this is out of the NIV. It says, But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or turn back from, from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. 
And that's very interesting. We'll give you a little bit of backstory from that. Naomi had lost her two sons, and she they were married, so she had two daughter-in-laws. She had they had moved to another country away from Israel. And so when Naomi had lost her husband and her two sons, she said she would go back to Israel to her people. And Ruth was from the country they went to, but she said to Naomi, she said, where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. So it was interesting. Naomi was like, okay, you know, go ahead and come with me. But we really need to be saying that to God all the time. Yeah. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Or, as we say in Isaiah 6, 8, Here I am, Lord, send me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So Ruth was not obligated to Naomi in any way, but she loved her and wanted to stay with her. And I can understand that because I had the best mother-in-law ever in the whole world. You certainly did. I did. <laughs> so God saw her heart and she... And he blessed her for her faithfulness. We find in later chapters that Ruth met a man named Boaz. He was kind to her and he blessed her. So we're going to look at Ruth 2 verses 11 through 12. And this is out of the NIV. Boaz replied, I've been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. How you left your father and mother and your homeland, and came to live with a people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. That's right, and that is quite a blessing. Yes, it is. So the rest of the book of Ruth shows how God continually blessed her and how she was able to continue the line of Naomi, who, and had a son who became, who did he become? A very important man. The grandfather of David. That's right. It was very important. <laughs> so Ruth had shown that she was all in. And the rest of the world has been blessed because of her faith and her willingness to follow God. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's take a look at uh, Hannah and Samuel. That's right. Does anybody remember who those are? I do. Nod I do. your head. Not, don't shake. <laughs> Nod your head. Yes. Shake your head. No. Okay. So in another story, there was a woman named Hannah who was close to God and promised him that if he blessed her with a son, she would dedicate him back to God. See, Hannah was barren and they, they told her she would never have any children. And she wanted a child so bad, but she told God if he blessed her with a son that she would dedicate him back to God, which is incredible because she had prayed for this son so long, but she was willing to give him up. Right. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Hannah was given that son Samuel, and she kept her word and dedicated Samuel back to the Lord and let him grow up with Eli the priest in the temple. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel... And this is uh, 2 verse 26 out of the Amplified. But the boy Samuel continued to grow in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and with men. That's awesome. Yeah. Samuel heard from God at a young age, and he continued to listen and obey him. He helped Israel all the days of his life, and he even ended up anointing kings, such as David. <laughs> right. 
He was a servant of God Most High, and he was all in. Yes, he was. All right, so another person from the Old Testament who was all in was a woman named Esther. She was raised as the daughter of Mordecai after her parents were dead. They were Jews born of the tribe of Benjamin. When King Xerxes decided to claim a new wife, Esther was chosen to become queen, and since she had favor with the king and his entire household. No one knew she was a Jew, for Mordecai had told her to keep that a secret. After she was named queen, there was an edict given throughout the land by one of the king's trusted advisors named Haman. He hated the Jews and sent word throughout the provinces to have them killed. Mordecai learned of this plan and got word to Esther. She braved death to enter the king's presence and ask for mercy for her people. See, at that time, they the queen was not allowed in to see the king unless he summoned her. So in chapter 4, verses 16, we find some of the things that went through her mind to build up her faith and courage to ask the king when it was forbidden to do so. All right. So in Esther 4.16, this is out of the Amplified. It says, Go, gather the Jews that are present in Susa and observe a fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will also fast in the same way. Then I will go to see the king without being summoned, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Wow. Yeah. Just That's a, all in. That She's would definitely like, be considered all in. She was like, I'll do the best I can. And if, if I die, then I'll die having tried what I believe was right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we find out that she was not only granted her request, but Haman was put to death. Mm -hmm. The Jews... And all the land benefited from this and were blessed once again. To find out more about Esther, you know, read the entire book of Esther. Yeah. And Esther does show that she was, in fact, without a doubt, 100% all, all in. in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to jump to the New Testament now and look at the Samaritan women at the well. In the New Testament, we find many more people who were all in. One instant was the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus asked her for a drink, and she was bewildered that he, a Jew, had asked her, a Samaritan, for a drink, since the two cultures usually had nothing to do with each other. But Jesus assured her by saying, And this is John 4, verse 10 out of the NLT. Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. That's right. So he went on to explain to her the mysteries that were about to happen. Right. So John 4, verses 23 to 24, out of the Amplified says, but a time is coming and is already here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit, from the heart, the inner self, and in truth. For the Father seeks such people to be his worshipers. God is spirit, the source of life, yet invisible to mankind. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Jesus was revealing the true plan. And even though she didn't completely understand... She was willing to listen, and because of her faith, 
the townspeople also believed. Yes, they did. So let's look at uh, John 4, verse 42 out of the NLV, which is the New Living Version. They said to the woman, Now we believe. It is no longer because of what you said about Jesus, but we have heard him ourselves. We know for sure that he is the Christ, the one who saves men of this world from the punishment of their sins. Now, people today would just just believe that and understand it like they did. That would be amazing. Our world would be a whole different place. Right. So you can find the whole account of this in John 4, verses 4 to 26, and also John 4, 39 to 42. So this woman, even though we never learn her name, is all in, or she was all in. She was. She probably still is today in heaven. Absolutely. All in. All in. (laughs) All right. So Mary Magdalene was another woman who was all in. When she was cured or delivered of seven demons, she became a devout follower of Jesus. And you can find that in Luke 8, 2. She was very special to Jesus. And in John 20, 18, we see that after his resurrection, he appeared to her personally. Right. So let's look at John, look, John 20, verses 16 to 18 out of the NIV. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them, that he had said these things to her. Right. That would be just an amazing thing, I think, yeah. to see Jesus from being human to, to after his resurrection. Right. Just wonderful. And he yeah. didn't appear to a lot of people. She right. was the first one he appeared to. Right. And it also reminds me of those, those guys that he appeared to on the road to Emmaus. Yeah. They had no idea. They, they had gone to, to see him. And they had no idea who he was. Yeah. You know, they thought he was dead. So they were going back home all feeling defeated. And they had no idea Jesus was walking right next to him after his resurrection. That's right. And they got to it to their house and they, they said, well, why don't you come on and have some food with us? And then their eyes were opened. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine, just, you know, just being eight, just saying, whoa, what just happened? Yeah. That was being Jesus. That really was him. Yeah. It's amazing. amazing. <laughs> in stereo, we're available. So the whole experience can be found in the book of John 20, 1 through 18. Mary Magdalene loved Jesus and was... All in. in. Everybody <laughs> together now. All in. <laughs> All right, so we're going to look at the centurion. And he was another man that was highlighted in the Bible. That was He actually wasn't of Jewish descent, but he understood the power of Jesus, and he had faith. So he was a centurion and had a sick servant. He sent some elders of the Jews uh, to ask Jesus to come to his house and heal his servant. So in Luke 7, verses 6 through 7, we see how strong the centurion's faith was. That was faith. And because he was a centurion, which is like an army official. Right. But he was an official of the Romans. Right. He had nothing to do with the Jews. 
So that's why he went to the Jewish elders so that they would go to Jesus. Right. So he was keeping up with the tradition. He didn't feel that he as a Roman had a right to go to Jesus, who was a Jew, and right. ask for help. But he, yet he did understand what power was. Yes. He understood about authority. Mm-hmm. And he knew Jesus had authority. That's right. So in Luke 7, 6 through 7, in the NIV, it says, So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word and my servant will be healed. Wow. So he believed so strongly in the power of Jesus that he knew Jesus would heal his servant just by saying the words. And this amazed Jesus. And he said this. To the crowd. Right. And this is in uh, Luke 7 verses 9 through 10. That's right. This is the NIV. It says, When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him and turned to the crowd following him. He said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. How else would they have found him? That's right. right. (laughs) Of course they did. So the whole story can be found in Luke 7 verses 1 through 10. So this centurion proved that he was all in. That's right. These are only a few examples of people who were all in. There are many more, and we recommend that you find some for yourself. Go out and read. Exactly. That's right. Read your Bible. And when you do find some, please share it with us. Feel free to tell us what you found and where you found it. You can go to our website. TheMessengersRadio.com That's right. Or you can look us up on Facebook. Just Messengers Radio. That's right. And look at, check out, we have a new logo and banner up there. We had a friend of mine design us uh, these these banners and logos. Man, he did such a great job. We are We are very blessed. We are. So check him out, beamteamdesign.com. His name is Alan Beam. That's right. He's an awesome dude. <laughs> yes, he is. All right. So as we enter into this new year, we should all be aware of our relationship with God. Are we all in or do we lack in some areas? Now, this is very important to remember. We do not have to be perfect to be all in. Right. But we do need to search our lives to see where we can become closer to God and put more of ourselves in his hand. It is up to you, though. It's basically up. It's up to you and you're the way you want to live. So our question is, how close do you want to be to God? Let us know. I mean, do you want to be close? Do you want to be far? Do you want to be somewhere in the middle? I think everybody's answer should be close as possible. <laughs> yeah. Right All next in. to him. <laughs> in his palm. <laughs> That's right. Well, we want to thank you for being part of our show today. We, we love you guys so much. We really, really do. And we look forward to studying people who folded instead of trusting completely in God. It's a really interesting right. idea. So. <laughs> so this actually would not be an episode of The Messengers if we did not give you, the listener out there, to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never done so in your life. Or you just need to rededicate yourself. Yeah. Or you may be going to church thinking that you, uh, you're a believer, but you've never said these words. 
So I just want everyone to understand that choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. Don't take my word for it. No. Let's go to God's word and see what he says. We're going to look at Romans 10 verses 9 through 10. It says that if you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And if you skip a couple more lines down, it says in Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. That's a good promise. Exactly. So by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is just to believe and receive. So if you are wanting to believe and receive the day and receive your eternal salvation with God and not separated from Him, I would like for you to pray this out loud and mean it from your heart. Yes. So say this, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that there is a brand new you now. Yay! So congratulations. If you have just prayed that, we would like to encourage you to get in touch with us so we can help you not just make that decision, but continue to learn who you are in Christ, what you have. And you can only do that through the Word. That's right. You can only do that through the Bible. And you may not have a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, let us know. We'll send a Bible to you. Be more than happy to get the, the Word of God in your hands. And any resources that you may need, too. Right. So we just thank you so much. Go to our website, themessengersradio.com. Click on the contact button, and you can either fill that contact form out, which goes to both Trish and my email, or our individual emails are up there where you can just click on it, and uh, it will email us directly, just just one of us. Yeah. So if you feel more encouraged to talk to Trisha. Of course. Or more encouraged to talk to me, then we will be happy. Either one of us will be happy to do whatever we can. So we love you guys. We do. Thank you so much for listening today. And we look forward to the next time. That's right. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. And don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.